Hello and welcome to the Entertainment Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Andy G. Today we're here with Josie Valdez. She's a celebrity makeup artist and CEO of Josie's Faces Glam Squad. She's worked with countless influencers from models to contestants of international pageants across the world, major fashion shows such as DC Fashion Week, DC Swim Week, Latin Fashion Week, and Mercedes Fashion Week. And just recently in New York Fashion Week, she showcased her own line of luxury face masks. Josie has also worked with countless Hollywood celebrities and has over 15 years in the business. Josie and her glam squad have features in several Latin networks, including Telemundo and Univision. They take pride in everything they do, from doing makeup to donating their time to several nonprofit organizations. Committing to making a real difference, Josie is a We Will Survive Cancer board member, where her team provides makeovers for cancer survivors. Josie's face's primary goal is to make every woman feel absolutely fantastic and to mentor up-and-coming makeup artists and entrepreneurs. Hello, Josie, and welcome. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am so excited to talk to you. Hey, how are you, Andy? Thank you so much for having me on your program. I am so excited. I've been looking forward to this day. I went to New York yesterday. I was like, I have to make it home by Sunday. I have yeah. an interview. <laughs> no, thank you. You are such a hustler. Now, tell me a little more about your background growing up and how that led you to pursue entrepreneurship. Sure. Um, well, I came to the United States when I was about almost turning seven with my mom. My dad had already been here in the United States, so he just sent us, you know, to come home with him. And we were here. Uh, we were here for a while. Um, I grew up in Rockville, Maryland. Um, I have a little sister. She's about 10 years um, difference than me. Mm-hmm. And um, basically what happened, we grew up in a happy home. And uh, later on, my dad decided to just leave my mom and totally lost connection with my dad. So um, mm-hmm. I feel like that is what made me who I am today, which is, you know, a little bit stronger. And my mom taught me, you know, one thing, um, yes, I did miss him and a lot of mm-hmm. that stuff, but she taught me a lot. You know, she taught me what it was to be a woman, what it was to be a mother. And that was, that I took till now, you know. Um, right. I still remember a lot of the things that she gave me advice on. And so that is basically what led me to be who I am, the strong woman that I am is, you know, the, ab- the abandonment did affect me. And I know that um, it affects other kids. And that's why I, I really want to talk about as well, because um, I feel like if my mom had maybe some therapy for me at, mm-hmm. at some point, you know, when that happened, things might've been a little bit different, but you know, it's never late. You know, I got therapy, you know, after a while, um, because I decided on my own, but I do like that. That is how my journey started. And that is the reason why I am who I am. You know, that's actually kind of crazy that you're saying that right now. I didn't know anything about you, you know, in terms of your, your family history and stuff like that. But it's funny because I was actually thinking something very similar in my life, like just like today, like even like just in this last day thinking, oh, like, you know, thinking back when I, my parents got divorced and I was thinking, wow, like I didn't even realize how much that was affecting me, but like it literally like scars you when you're so young. And yeah. And I used to tell my mom too, like, why didn't you like take me to therapy, you know? And our parents didn't know about mental health back then. Well, because, and even, even now these days, you know, um, there's just, there's a lot of judgment that comes mm-hmm. to like, 
therapy? Uh, are you crazy? You mm-hmm. know, they don't understand yeah. the kind of therapy that you're going to get, which is yeah. more mental health, you know, learning to love yourself mm-hmm. and, you know, accepting the person that you are, depending, you know, no matter if you have flaws, everyone has flaws, you know, and then also cry. Like, it's okay to cry. It's good to to, to, to get all those emotions out. And, yeah. you know, I cried a lot. I really did. But, you know, I also was very strong and I said, you know, this is not, going to end my life. You know, I have my little sister and my mom and Hey, she made me really happy. She, I miss my dad, but you know, I would say that I have so many memories mm-hmm. of my mom and myself that I'm okay with it. Um, thank God I did have a male model of uh, male role model in my life. And his name is Enrique and he was uh, like a father to me. So, um, he was my uncle and he basically took me to my soccer games and was like the father that I never had. So um, I really appreciate him. And, you know, um, and rest, he rests in peace now, but he knows that I always love him. and I always appreciate him. Wow. That's a beautiful yeah. story. Yeah. You know, sometimes like the ones that like have to hit rock bottom are the ones that get back up real quick yeah. and then they do better than a lot of people. So yeah. Josie, how did you get into makeup artistry? Well, makeup, I always love makeup. So I always love to get glammed up. Even Mm -hmm. in school, I remember always being like the best dressed or like I always had like these weird hairstyles. I remember, I don't know if you guys remember (laughs) the the bangs. Um, You used to like put in like tease them and put them with hairspray. Oh, yeah. And hopeful. Yes, the bigger the bang, the better. (laughs) Okay, well, guess what? Josie had the biggest one. Um, And, you know, I always loved beauty. You know, I feel like I always love beauty. I, I always had lot, lots of friends. And it started from then. Um, it developed more as the years went by. Mm-hmm. And I connected with a photographer. And the photographer had a, um, her name is Maria, and she is with Foto Hispana. Mm-hmm. And she has a whole group with, like, different photographers. And she connects with the models and the makeup artists. And I learned so much with that woman because... She was on point. She was like, 30 minutes makeup. Come on, Josie, come on. Rush, rush, mm-hmm. rush, rush. You know, and I'd be like, okay, you know, I'm just starting. And um, I was doing makeup for everything, like drastic makeup, dramatic makeup, light makeup. And so I was able to learn with her. And, you know, um, yeah. that is how I started. I started doing models with her. And then from there, it led to celebrities. Literally, yeah. I would say within two, three months, Immediately. Wow. It was it, that uh, quick. Yes. I did makeup for Maria Bello uh, three months after that. And that was a little bit, uh, I would say, a ner- nervous a nervous time for me because I was like Maria Bello and I was Googling her because a lot of us don't know, you know, who mm-hmm. Maria Bello is, right? So yeah. Like, oh my God, she's in the movies. I'm going to do her. And, she, and so I remember <laughs> like, yeah, he's like, you're going to go to her hotel, whatever. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. And so I go and I do her makeup, you know, um, I mean, I put lotion on her legs. I did everything, everything you could think of because I'm like, oh my God, she's a celebrity. Like, you know, this is my name. And so I left and I remember um, when I was gone, I got the payment and um, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I was shocked because never in my life did I do a celebrity, and never in my life did I know how much you made for doing a celebrity. Wow! So, yeah. and then along with that, a tip, you know, that just that made me so special. Like that made me feel so special. The fact that I knew that someone valued my work. Yeah, you know, and, and then from there, 
that's where I started. Do you think that those were the key factors that got you to where you are today as a founder of a celebrity beauty glam squad? Or what yeah. other key factors would you say? That that and just being ambitious and um, never, you know, I, I never stopped. I never stopped with my dreams. You know, I always believed that was going to be something bigger. And uh, here I am today. You know, um, there was a lot of struggles that I had in my life, but you know what? No one has ever, no one ever saw any struggle that I've ever had. And if you go through my page, you'll see that there's no struggle listed. You know, um, I do share my story and mm-hmm. I did share my story on two occasions, which was an interview that I did with, for Bolivia recently and a documentary about my life. And, um, you know, and this is just helping girls, young moms, mm-hmm. um, but now I want to expose all that because, yeah. um, you know, a lot of the girls that know me close up know, know what I've been through and I give them advice. And, you know, I feel like I'm here for a purpose and I need yes. to relay that, you know, because there's a lot of upcoming makeup artists that need my help and not even um, just makeup artists, any artist in general, you know, yes. it's important um, that you have a role model, even if they're not in person but you follow them on Instagram or you listen to them because sometimes even the biggest life coach, they won't see you face to face. You'll have them on the phone. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, as new technology is like, we're here in the computer, you know, why not? Right. Why not yeah. try to help people? Um, yeah. Especially the youth. I mean, our generation, you know, needs yeah, to- for sure. I think you'd be a great mentor for sure. And when did you realize that you had a passion for making women feel good about themselves? When was that kind of, you know, Um, light bulb moment. Okay. So I would say, um, very young. I, um, I worked with customer service. Like I worked, um, at Popeye's. That was my very first job. Um, I started working when I was 14 years old actually. Um, and I worked at Popeye's, um, the Mm -hmm. one in Rockville. And, um, I remember since then I loved working, just seeing people, meeting people, getting to know them. Mm -hmm. I feel like that was the time when I opened and it was 14 years old. And since then I learned, you know, how to be nice to people, customer service. Yeah. Customer service is very, very important. You know, a lot of people don't think that, but it reflects back. Trust me. Yeah. Restaurants, I don't care where it is. Like it comes back to you. For sure. Yeah, no, completely agree with that. Now, I know you were telling me about your journey, you know, when you started as a celebrity makeup artist, but how has your journey been since then? Um, You told us how you got your foot in the door, um, but how has your experience been with major television networks such as Telemundo and Univision? And, you know, how have you been able to consistently provide value as a beauty influencer? So I think um, one thing that's important is being yourself. I'm myself. I'm Josie. You know, you can never be duplicated. You know, you're yourself. And they love me. They love me. They love my customer service. And that is so much, so important to me is um, having that background, you know, uh, that people can count on you. And um, moving up as I did, it made me feel so great because, you know, I never thought of all the flaws that happened in my life. I could, like, I forgot about everything. It's crazy because when you start a new, it's like a new beginning, you know, it's like a yeah. fresh start. It makes you feel really good. Um, I was able to connect with so many people, you know, and, and, and that's what's really important. Like keep connections, you know, even friends or whatever it is, just have them there because you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. Um, so that's how I started with, with Univision and Telemundo. Like I um, started with one celebrity and then from that one celebrity, they were like, I want Josie. 
Like, who is that makeup artist? I want her. So that was so meaningful to me again. And, you know, you can stand out from the rest. Again, there's so many makeup artists, right? There's so many hairstylists. There's so many of every us, right? There's so many, but there's only one of you again. And that is what made me special. And that's what I want to teach a lot of the women. I want to teach them to love themselves and love what they do um, and be able to expand and explore and get to know people because in the industry, you have to have some personality. If you do not have personality as a makeup artist, then you need to kind of reevaluate what it is that you're doing wrong, right? Um, Because you have to be friendly. You have to talk. If you are shy and you stay back, uh, yes, your your work will be noticed, but you won't be noticed as a person. And that, to me, is more important to be noticed as a person than Mm -hmm. just artist. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. And you were talking about rapport earlier before we were on the, uh, on the air. (laughs) So, so what, what advice do you have on rapport? You know, how, what are the techniques that you use to build on that? So building rapport is very important. You know, um, I did property management for 22 Mm -hmm. years and I, and that actually really helped me in my career as a makeup artist as well. Um, because I did have a full-time job, you know, a lot of people are like, did you do makeup all your life? Yeah, I did makeup. And I also had a full-time job because I was a mom. So 22 years in property management helped me so much. Um, In addition to just working with clients, you know, like I said, I started working when I was 14 years old. So you automatically start interacting with people and different, different types of people. You know, I had chairs thrown at me. I mean, oh my gosh. Yes. But you know, you have to, you, you just have to be like, really strong. You have a strong character, respect yourself, uh, build a rapport with people is very important for me, I would say, um, because it gets you a lot of places. And not only that, like you never know where that's going to lead you tomorrow. Um, you know, that contact might be somewhere today, you know, and a lot of people think about that and they're just, they kind of let that stuff go. And to me, building a rapport in any situation in any business is first. Like you have to have a rapport with people. Yeah. You got to build that trust. I agree. Now, now tell me about uh, some of the pageant competitions and the fashion shows and all these television shows that you've had the honor of working with. How has that been? So I love working with pageants. You know, um, I love pageant queens. Um, I love the fact that it builds them up. It builds their self-esteem up. And some of them are just amazing. Like you would be like, this is going to be the new president or this is the new senator, you know, because they have so much to offer. And I love that because they're giving guidance to the youth, you know, to the young girls that beauty is not just beauty. Beauty is brains. Beauty is a lot of other things. And that to me is important. You know, even while I'm doing makeup, I always talk to them, you know, give them advice, um, posing, all the little mm-hmm. things because I've been doing this for so long. So I talk to the girls and I talk and I always ask them, you know, what image do you want? Like what um what kind of look do you want? And like for instance, if I have if I do my homework and I usually do this before any pageant. So for instance, we had Miss World America. I'm we are the 2019 official glam squad and also 2020. Imagine we have so many girls. So what I do is I always have each client up on a computer and I look at their Instagram, I look at their Facebook and I look and see how they are, you know, the personality, like you can kind of see your personality Mm -hmm. when you look in someone's Instagram and Facebook. And if I see that you're natural, why would I put double lashes on you? Like, why would I make you 
not be who you are. You know, so that's something that's really important to me. I always ask the, the ladies, one, are you, do you have any other allergic reactions to anything? And, you know, are you used to wearing makeup? Did you want a soft glam or, you know, yeah. like, but I always like to do my homework. And um, the pageant has really helped me a lot as well with photos. You know, um, a lot of them are really close shots. So I was, I'm able to see a lot of imperfections. And that's very important when it comes to a makeup artist is working with really good photographers, even some that are upcoming are really good, but they will also show you like the different lighting and the different makeup, what makeup Mm -hmm. is good for, you know, green background, black background, red background, um, outside lighting is different. You know, everything is just so different. And, um, having a makeup artist and having that rapport with with the photographer is amazing because you'll get the best shots. But that is what, um, I really enjoyed with, uh, pageantry, um, and being able to like travel all over, like yeah. travel all over the United States, doing every pageant that you can think of. Um, Miami, uh, LA, um, Chicago, Ohio. I mean, everywhere. Wow. And how did you train your glam squad? So how, how would you describe yourself as a leader? Yeah, my glam squad, and believe it or not, a lot of these girls um, either have taken my makeup class um, have followed me and love my, my work and they're learning, they're learning for me. So for instance, one of my, my, uh, interns, her name is Zamira and Samira started with me when she was 16. Okay. She is now turning 17 and is an amazing makeup artist. I mean, I'm going to show you her work because I have to, I have to put it up and I have to, I want to show people what I've created with women and what you guys can create with women, you know, and this is all to all makeup artists. Mm -hmm. You can create your own glam squad. You can create powerful women. And every woman that are in my glam squad are in there for good. I mean, they were trained by Josie. Um, one of the things with me, like I said, customer service is number one. And each one of them, I'm telling you, they are absolutely amazing. Wow. Um, I have girls from Miami. Um, I have girls in Vegas, you know, and they work for me, but they also do their stuff on the side. And I'm j- I just help them, you know, I help them build their their portfolio, you know, I tell them where to go, um, practicing, like we practice on zoom sometimes, you know, I send them the looks, um, I send them little gift bags as well, you know, of different products, because as a makeup artist, you know, you have to update that makeup, you know, your makeup kit, cause there's new things coming. Um, so those, are, those are the things that I value a lot with my glam squad is that they're not just employees. They're my family. And yeah. I, I always said that when I'm going to, when I'm going to have my own business and when I have my own thing, I'm going to make it different than how I've been treated. You know, I, yeah. and as other bosses, I mean, you know, I know maybe some of you might have really good bosses, but you know, I've had some really, really messed up bosses and, you know, they didn't respect me. They didn't respect that I was a young mom. Um, another thing is that I, I was always a, a boss really young and, um, you know, a, a property manager at the eight, like 20 years old. A lot of people would go in the room. They'd be like, oh, can I speak to the manager? I'm like, yeah, this is me. I'm the manager. Okay. So, you know. Oh, yeah, it's so annoying. That was very offensive, but it's okay. You know, like, that is the thing is that, you know, it's not about the age. It's about how you carry yourself and how you treat people. Exactly. And, um, you know, the same thing with the models. Like, I love my models. I love my models. Because, one, I love models because I love each one for their imperfection. Sometimes they're like they don't like certain things and they don't even know that that 
is so beautiful. Like there's girls that have like pokey, like ears that stick out. To me, it looks so beautiful. It looks nice in pictures. There's girls that have like gap in their teeth. Like there's no, nothing yeah, wrong. Yeah, that's with, hot. Like, there's just beauty, you know? And so I learned a lot from these girls too, because they're out there on the runway or they're in the camera and they don't feel nothing. And how to be another girl, like some girls are so like anal with like, oh my God, my hair looks ugly. Uh, but some of these models are not like that. And that's why I love to work with them. You know, and they're also young. I'm, you know, I'm helping them as well. Like I, I help them with, you know, their skin and their their body, how to take care of their body, like body skin, exfoliate their body and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's That's really great. Nice to have That's built. amazing that yeah. you're a mentor and you're there, you know, coaching them and, you know, giving them that like support too behind yeah. the scenes. That's amazing. Yeah. And because it, in life, you have to have somebody to speak to, you know, and um, they respect me a lot coming from a makeup artist because a lot of makeup artists, they just do your makeup. They yeah. Talk. They don't talk. They don't <laughs> Some of a- them don't talk. No. So, and those are the ones that unfortunately need a little bit more help, but it will help them and hopefully they will shine. Uh, they, they don't talk. So I do talk. I'm like, you know, what do you do for your skin? If I see something in your skin, I'm going to let you know, uh, or I'll, I'll show you tricks. You know, there's so many tricks, everything, even, even my brides, like when I dress them up in their, their gowns, um, you know, I put them all in and, and, or they have like one of those gowns that are halfway up. And they're like, okay, how do I get rid of this? I'm like, girl, I was like, get, get the sides, pull the, fat to the, it, pull the fat in. And they're like, wow, Josie. And I was like, that's what I do to my models. So, you know, it's like yeah. everything is just a learning experience. And every moment is just so capturing. Like, I love every moment of my life when I do makeup. And in general, you know, I get to meet people like you, for instance. Like, Thank you. Know. you. Yeah, I've always like looked up to you and stuff. I was kind of MIA for a little bit when I moved to Bolivia. But when I got back and I was like, who do I remember? Like that was Bolivian and that was like super like a hustler and a boss babe. And I was like, oh yeah, Josie. Oh, <laughs> you're so sweet. I really appreciate that a lot. I really of course. do. And at yeah. this stage in your career, Josie, what brings you the most fulfillment and purpose as a beauty influencer? Um, what brings me purpose is that one thing is that people look up to me. Like that is a purpose in life for me. You know, um, I feel like I'm here for a reason and God gave me the gift for a reason and it wasn't for me to just not use it. Right. So I use it to my advantage and, uh, I give speeches, you know, um, not public speaking, but I do talk to a lot of women. Um, I also was uh, affected by domestic violence, you know, and that was also something part of my life. And I share those moments because a lot of my models, a lot of my brides, you know, or any other client have issues. And, you know, whether I'm a makeup artist and I can still be a makeup artist and be your friend, you know, and that's the, that is the important thing to me is that I'm building, um, not only a legacy, but I'm also building rapport and love for people. And that yeah. to me so, so, so important. Yeah. I feel like when you help people, that's the best way to build that rapport, the way you're doing, helping them because, you know, you're just giving them something without asking for anything in return. So, you know, automatically you get that trust and you build that connection, which is amazing. So that brings me to, you know, wanting to talk to you about your board membership on how you donate your time to the We Will Survive Cancer nonprofit Mm -hmm. 
organization. So tell me about that. So um, I've been doing that for five years, going on six now. I've been on the board for almost three years. And basically, I love it. I mean, that's part of me. Uh, We Will Survive Cancer has half a Josie. Um, And I love doing makeup for patients who've been affected with cancer because imagine you look in the, in the mirror and all of a sudden your hair just starts coming mm-hmm. out little by little, your eyebrows, your lashes. It is so traumatic, right? If I can make a woman smile, it, it just brightens up my heart. Um, we go to the Howard uh, uh, Hospital once a month and before the COVID we were doing it twice a month and now we're doing stuff on zoom, but we would, we would go to the hospital and do their makeovers. Um, and we would do like 20 patients a day while they were wow. getting their, their stuff done. Um, and it was so nice. Like we had pictures. Uh, we also donate wigs. Um, and now hopefully we you know, once this is over, we can communicate with them more often, but we do little events. Like for, for instance, um, for mother's day, we filled up a bags. We had like maybe 30 women. We filled up bags with purses, perfume. Um, I made that to donate for them, you know, and, and, and not only for them, but also their families. Um, last year for Christmas, we donated to over 300 families, you know, and that is also really important because a lot of these families are affected, you know, like let's say their mom had cancer. Now you have, you know, the husband and kids suffering, you know, um, they don't have their mom or their dad, you know, 100% now they can't work. So we help them a lot with gifts, um, with food. And most important, you know, a lot of these centers, Nueva Vida and Howard Hospital have really good centers that you can reach out to. And this is for everyone out there. You know, if you're feeling some type of way or or something hurts, go get checked, you know, and automatically get checked. Because I want to tell you um, a really sad story. While I was doing the Christmas deliveries, um, I was actually deliver, delivering all the gifts. We went mm-hmm. to one of the families and the girl was 25 years old and she had passed away. Oh so my I was gosh. delivering gifts to a young lady and her kid, he's two years old. So she left a two-year-old, mm-hmm. you know, and that's really sad. Um, so young. So young. Yeah. So the center helps you in a lot of ways, you know, whether you have insurance or not, you should have some backup, some help someone to talk to because you are put in a situation where sometimes you just want to go. Like some of these ladies, they, they, they talk to me and they're like, I just want to die. And you know, you, when you hear that, like, yeah, it's horrible. It's hard. Yeah. It breaks your heart. And I'm like, no, don't even worry. You know, talk to the center, call them. And this, the centers will call them and they'll come visit you. They have so much help out there, mm-hmm. you know, and just a lot of women don't know about it. So yeah, um, the center does help a lot. We Will Survive Cancer helps so much. And, you know, I I recommend everyone hearing this, please look look at our story. Um, for instance, just um, in a couple of weeks, we're going to do a um, event. It's called Making Spirits Bright. And, um, and this is again for uh, families affected with the cancer and we're doing donations for gifts. So if you guys follow my page, you will see all that. That's beautiful. I love all that, Josie. Wow. I had no idea that you were, I mean, I knew you were involved with the, with the hospital, but you know, there's just so much more to that. It's so empowering, you know, and you're speaking about, you know, suicide awareness, which is also extremely important. You know, personally, I lost a friend to suicide. So I am 
totally with you on that. And I sorry, I didn't hear you, but now you hear me. Okay. Yeah, I hear you. What was the last thing you heard? No, I I, I was didn't hear you. That's what I was like, what what happened? <laughs> oh no, I was saying, you know, like I. I knew that you were, you know, involved with the hospital, but I didn't know that it went so much deeper than that, you know, with other causes, like you were mentioning the suicide awareness and things like that. And I lost a friend to suicide not too long ago. So I completely know exactly where you're coming from. Like these are real topics that need to be talked about, especially in young women, because, you know, sometimes you can be like, you know, in, in, your early teens, your mid to early twenties. And these things, like things happen and you don't know how to cope with them. Like you need somebody older that's going to be there to guide you and to basically tell you it's not the end of the world and show you the the path to get out of that mess. Like it's not impossible. Yeah. It's not impossible. You know, a lot of people are alone. They don't have anyone to talk to, you know, and I understand that, you know, I have been there. I have talked to my pillow. You know, um, my best friend, you know, sometimes you can't talk to your parents, you know, but find somebody. Like I always said, find somebody. I always knew I had somebody and it was God. I always talked to someone, you know, I I didn't know who it was or what it was, but I know it was something bigger. It was some energy that filled me up and it was God. If you get close to God, trust me, a lot of this will heal and it will go away. You know, obviously you can't, forget about a death, but they're yeah. always in your memory. Oh, yeah, you know, and sure. if you believe in God, um, that pain is going to heal different. Yeah, no, I agree. God is everything. And if you separate yourself from God, I know I did for a little bit, like I just was not, you know, had, oh, I didn't have that relationship. And mm-hmm. now that I think of it, I was like, no wonder I was in a bad place, you know? Yeah. Because when you're away from God, like, what what is your purpose? Like you just forget yeah. about what the things that actually matter and, you know, yeah. internally feeling yeah. well. So yeah, yeah, I'm on you with that. Now, yeah. how's providing feel good makeovers through your beauty business with all these, uh, you know, all this volunteer work empowered you to make a bigger impact in your niche? So are you talking about it and, you know, teaching that too? Yeah, I'm talking about it a lot more now. You know, um, people see my page and they see stuff for for cancer patients. Um, you know, I like to post um, a, a little bit of everything that that I do. Um, so there are little commercials, you know, that I've done stuff uh, for the organization. But if you're listening to this and you want to be part of donating your time as a makeup artist or whatever it is, you know, let me know because it's something that we're building um, for the cancer patients. Like for instance, right now. Now we're building these little boxes for all the uh, cancer patients. And this is different companies just sending out creams and different things just to make them feel good. Um, yeah. And they were actually called my my uh, my pamper kits. Um, so that's why I'm like, okay, she's talking about this. Let me just bring this up. <laughs> I, I like how, you know, when you talk about your your team and all that, I, I feel like, do you, do you ever call them like Josie's Angels or something? No, everyone has a name. Like we have La Dominicana, which is a Dominican girl. And we have Zamira, Eva, Ev. Like we have a mixed crowd of everyone and just different personalities. I I'm feel talking- like you should already brand it as like Josie's Angels or something. Right? Like I should, I should. <laughs> I love that. Yes. No, Josie, that. how has the pandemic changed you and your career? And what have you yeah. been most focused on during this un- these uncertain times? 
So it has changed my life because, um, you know, as you know, I'm a makeup artist and that's what I do full time now. Um, it's been two years as I've been focusing on my business 100%. Prior to this, I was doing property management. Um, <clears throat> and makeup has been, you know, my side hustle, but now it's been my full time. So when this hit, we were like, what are we going to do? So the first thing I thought of, um, I said, let my daughter knew how to sew. And I said, Jesenia, let's start making masks for the older people in our building and the kids. So I live in a high rise, um, on 16 floor high rise. And it's about, about 300 apartments, lots of kids. So we started making masks for the elderly and the kids and we were just giving them out. And, um, from there it, you know, everything just started closing. And I even remember my, my, um, my grandson's teacher was like, um, can you please make sure you don't send Julian with the mask? Because I guess the other kids wanted it. And this is when it first hit, you know, as soon as it hit China, I was like, oh no. I said, no, just send it, make masks. I don't know what was going on over there and look. So we started making masks, um, and then I started learning. I was like, you know what, Jesenia, I need to learn how to make this. So I went and I bought my, myself an $80 machine, and guess what? Wow. I learned how to make masks, and during the whole pandemic, I was the only one, I guess, in the DMV making masks because there was no elastic, there was no fabric, and I was making masks out of everything you can think of. Wow. You know, Walmart was like my mall because there was no fabric. So I would get, you know, whatever I could from there. And I was able to sell masks. I was getting about 60 orders a day. That's incredible. That was a blessing, a blessing from God. And guess what? And it's because I know a lot of people I've connected with people. I have rapport with people. And when you have rapport with people, they will come back and they will support you during the really hard times. You know, they, they knew I was a makeup artist and they're like, wow, Josie's making masks now, you know? And the thing that makes me feel so, so, so good and gives me goosebumps is, is that when I started doing my mask, I wasn't a professional. You know, I, I didn't know how to sew. It was my first time sewing. And, you know, now that I look back at my masks, I'm like, oh, wow, that mask could have been a little bit of adjusted, you know, mm-hmm. maybe sides here or there. And people were just rocking them. They love them. And little by little, I started learning more and more. And my masks made it to New York Fashion Week, guys. I saw that. On the billboard. That's incredible. Congratulations. I saw that. So it's like one big major bad thing happened to me, but it led to something great, you know? And I never gave up again, never give up that hope and that want, you know, go and try to learn. Never like, I always tell people, don't stop. You know, if you think that you can't fish, go try it out. You never know. Right. Yeah. I never knew I could sew. I would just watch my daughter because she loves it and she knows how to knit. And I'm like, how? Because I don't know. <laughs> I love your worth, your work ethic. Like, you know, you just like to make a decision and you take action. That is so yes. important. Like more yeah. people and, need to and, be like you that. Know, yes. And also write stuff down. Like I have my vision board since I would say my trip that I took to Costa Rica. I had a vision board and I took the trip and I just kind of focused on what is important. And when you write stuff down and you start putting a line through stuff, Mm -hmm. you're going to see how your life starts changing. You're making changes Yeah, and you're not giving up. And if you are giving up, 
go back to them, like put them in your refrigerator, put them somewhere where you know that you're going to see them every morning. Right. Yeah, you got to put that picture in your mind. Yeah. Sure. We need to have, we need to uh, remember and teach ourselves to, to, to do stuff like that yeah. just for ourselves and our kids, because at the end of the day, our kids are watching us, you know, oh, yeah. uh, your sister, your brother, whoever is young around you is watching you. Yeah. You know? That is um, something that's really important to me is being a really good role model to my kids. You yeah, know? I agree with that. Um, they didn't have their father around um, their life, but they didn't really need need him or miss him because right. I was there unconditionally. I put him in sports. I put him in everything. I put him. I put him through therapy. I gave him the help that I didn't have. Mm-hmm. You know. You know. I struggled times, and the kids didn't have an idea. You know, I feel like as a parent, sometimes we expose our kids and we say too much. And later on, your kids are stressed, you know, and you're like, oh, my God, I have to pay the mortgage. And your kid is like, right. Why can't my mom pay the rent? You know, you just start like and it it, it's really bad for you. Yeah. 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 Right. So that's something I never did. Something I never right. did. If I struggled, you know, I would, and and I wouldn't say anything. I would just go about it. And then, you know, now that my kids are older, they're like, "Wow, mom, you faked it really good." You That's know, good. Or, yeah. So, um, it is hard, but you know, with time, you know, you get better. You know, yeah. and speaking to people, talking to people with real life stories, yeah, is 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 number one. You know, yeah. is listening to someone from the heart. For sure. I feel like everything that you went through growing up is what, you know, gave you, you know, the mentality that you have, that you've had as a mother and everything with how you've raised your children. Right. And, you know, being that like power mom and all that. So like, you know, that was, you know, your, I feel like there was a, you know, there's a reason why certain things happen because then you were able to just be even a a way better mom Mm -hmm. and, and influence on your kids and other people now, which is, you know, super, super admirable. So Josie, what words of wisdom, I know you already gave lots, but what, what more wisdom could you offer to aspiring beauty artists and influencers, you know, who may just be starting and how to turn their goals and dreams into reality? Um, this message goes to everyone. Um, you know, me being a young mom at 16, and there's many of you in the same situation. Um, I remember having my kids um, when I, well, I got married when I was 16 and I had my first one when I was 17. I was still growing up, you know, and there's many of you still growing up, but never give up, never give up. Always have someone to talk to, um, always write things down, uh, you know, have a mentor or someone and always separate yourself from those bad negative people. And I know a lot of us know who they are and might feel it and might not say nothing, but your instinct and your heart and God tells you something. So that means just separate from those negative people, separate from the people that are not healthy for you, that are toxic for you. Because at the end of the day, sometimes in your brain, you're like, this is normal living. Like, uh, you know, I'm okay Mm -hmm. with it. You know, no, it's not okay. It's not okay. And that's something, you know, it's value yourself, self-love. I know it's hard, you know, and it's easy to stay, but with a little bit of dedication and time, it's, you will get to it. You will get yeah. to it. surround yourself with positive people. When you surround yourself with positive people, only positive things happen. 
Exactly. And, and with me, I was always young, but I always hung around older people. I always hung around people that had businesses. I always hung around millionaires. And I'm not saying don't hang around other people. No, I hung around everybody. I mean, you know, I give. I'm that type of person, but I always wanted something bigger than what it was. You know, right. you learn. You yeah. learn that have businesses you learn from those people you know just like you learn from my my maintenance guys my porters you know when when they used to uh, clean the trash I would clean the trash with them you know um it's just you learn from everybody yeah and, and that to me is really important stay humble love okay? it um because you know when you're humble and you're real people will reach out for for you and yeah. people will help you more um so my main thing is never giving up always reaching out to people and it doesn't hurt to dm somebody and ask somebody it does not hurt i do it all the time trust me don't be afraid of your own abilities and don't be afraid of who you can be you know um that is basically my word and you know i hope everybody follows me and follows my journey i have a lot more to offer and i know i'm like a book of million things but that's what i created but that's what I created, I guess, you know, yeah. I love it. And I feel like God has put me here for a reason. And I just want to share my life story. I want to share my goals. I want to share everything that I have to offer to make a woman and a man feel better because I also do things for men. You know, I think men should take care of themselves. I have a son, he's 13 years old and I want my son to be treated like a king. And I want, <laughs> I love it. And I want him to treat his girlfriend like a queen. I told him that, you know, and that's other things that I also want to help. I want to help the men because I understand the situations that they are also put through. Wow. That is so beautiful. I love how you're going to be like the nice, like mother-in-law, like, you know, (laughs) well, Maybe. Oh, unless, <laughs> unless they hurt him, obviously. Yeah, no, no. I think I'm going to be so easy going. I mean, think about it. having a mother-in-law that can do your makeup, your hair, and then you got your um, your girls that can do your nails. Like, No, you're like yeah. the dream mother-in-law. And but I whoever. have a checklist, ladies. So anybody watching, my son is 13, but I have a big checklist. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. All the little girls are probably already checking your son out saying, I want to be with him. Like his mom is like a boss makeup artist. His sisters do nails and there's like, I'm sure they're all like fighting over him already. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, one thing I want him to do is like be focused, you know, um, for sure. It's okay to have girlfriends and boyfriends and all that good stuff. But you know, one thing that I learned as being a young parent is never give up on your studies and learning and, you know, uh, your brain development is very important. Speaking uh, in public and knowing what you're, you know, you're saying is also very important. And I, I'm still learning myself. I'm still learning myself. Yeah, we're learning every day. Because you want to be able to to speak to people and, and, and them understand you as well, you know? So. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm, I'm all for that too, you know? Like, you can't be getting distracted and it's very and important to teach that. Appearance is very important, ladies. Okay. And this is something that I want to tell everyone. If you are a salesperson, a salesperson, or you want to sell something, appearance is everything. You know, I understand people say, don't judge the book by its cover, <laughs> but yes, we do judge people by its cover because that's the first thing you see. I yeah. mean, if you're going to get a car and it's busted up, you're not going to buy it, right? You have to see it. So again, you know, make sure you clean yourself. You don't, it, 
for me, I've always like had a, my weight goes up and down and, but I've always been able to maintain who I am. I still get, you know, do my hair. I still still do all my good stuff, you know, and now I'm focused and I'm, I'm better. So now I'm focused more on my health. I love that. Now that brings me to something I want to ask you. Is there anything that you do as part of your daily routine when preparing for big moments to help you step into that empowered mindset that you have? I think, um, I, well, one thing I don't do is, uh, sleep, uh, probably the day before the event because I'm like, okay, everything has, I'm a perfectionist person. I'm I'm a perfectionist. I want everything to look perfect. So I start writing things down again, you know, and just preparing for the day. But, um, I do that all the time. I like this past event in New York. I didn't even sleep because I was like making sure that things were right. Because again, I like to do everything myself and kind of micromanage, which is a bad thing, but it leads to something better because I know I didn't miss anything, mm-hmm. you know, and when I write things down again, again, it helps me so much. So th- yeah. that's the way I get ready is just mentally prepare myself, make sure I have everything so that the day of I'm not stressed. That's yeah. No, completely agree with that. Like the procrastination is not healthy. So that's actually really good. I like that you're talking about that. Um, Now, Josie, I've seen how you consistently encourage the importance of being a hustler and having a money mindset. Mm -hmm. And I too believe that creating multiple streams of income is extremely powerful now more than ever. Mm -hmm. So what would you say to other artists and influencers who are still keeping all their eggs in one basket? Well, I would say um, it doesn't hurt to add another egg. Definitely. <laughs> you know, um, I mean, I do it all. And people are like, girl, like, for instance, <clears throat> I bought a dollhouse. Okay. I've always wanted a dollhouse when I was little. It, it's always been a dream. And if you guys saw, if you guys follow me, please look at my dollhouse. I have it on my own Instagram and it's called Josie's Faces, Josie's Miniature World. Sorry. And basically what I did is I made my vision board into my dollhouse. Wow. But these are the little things that you start introducing in your life, right? Um, Another thing is adding extra income. You know, for instance, with the dollhouse, what did I do? I started selling dollhouse little bottle perfumes and I was making them, you know? So I was, while I was doing my dollhouse, I was selling miniature dollhouse stuff. Um, While I do makeup, I also promote a lot of skin stuff, you know, and why not? You get free products from it. So another thing, um, a lot of businesses send me free products to test out or even, you know, to post on my Instagram or just naturally to have it in my bag and to show with my clients. So every time I open my bag, people like my, for instance, my skin line, you know, and they share, I, I share them what they share the information that's on for that. And I make money. I make money. So now I started this nutrition thing and I lost 20 pounds in 30 days. Wow. First I had to try it, obviously, because you don't want to sell stuff that you don't know of. Yeah. It's very important to me. Don't get into something that you are not 100% sure of. Mm -hmm. Um, That's anything in general. So I started this product. I lost 20 pounds in 30 days. It's real. Another thing is making me money. While I do work, while I am with people, 
I'm showing them and I'm, you know, and they're looking at me. They're like, wow, you lost a lot of weight or your skin looks good. And it's part of cleansing your, your, your system. And again, I'm taking this product and it's doing all this for me. You know, my friend, one of my lead makeup artists, she does Monat and she sells like crazy. You know, she Love goes Monat. to New York Fashion <laughs> Week. She goes to all these Josie's Faces events. And all she does is show her hair and show her products and they're sold right then and there. So guess what she does? She has a bag full of her products and she sells it right there and there. Yeah. Why not? The same thing with me. You know, now I'm starting to give people, you know, little, here they go, little samples. Here they go, you know, and I just have my sample kit. I just give it to them and guess what? They go home, they test it, they like it. Not only did you do their makeup, did you do their hair? you also sold them a product and that client is going to be with you for a very long time. If yeah. that product is good and you believe in it, you yeah. know, and again, just being a good salesperson because you're selling your makeup, you're selling being a makeup artist. So why not sell or do something that's going to give you money? Another thing we're, we're in 2020 people like, People are buying things in the vending machines now. Uh, people don't have jobs anymore because, for instance, let's let's look. I, I just went through all the tolls. I'm getting all of them by mail now. I don't have mm-hmm. someone there to give my cash to, right? Another example, there's machines that are making ice cream. People are not serving them. Why not? So that's that just leads you to say that, People are changing. The generation is changing. The new products are coming. People are going to start doing everything out of a cell phone. Yeah. And the new 2020 jobs moving forward are going to be on the internet and on your phone and on Zoom. Yeah. That's what reality is. And we're going to have to adapt to it. And that's why I'm adapting to it. You know, um, I always saw myself as a salesperson. So I, I say, why not? Yeah. Do it. It's going yeah. to make a little bit extra money. And a lot of people are so scared of selling. It's like, we're already social selling. We've been social selling since we were, you know, little kids, you know, talking about what we like, what we don't like, what we, what Mm -hmm. the other person should get. And yeah. So if you're not working from Wi-Fi in 2020, you better get on that because it's the future. (laughs) It is the future. If you ladies like those Gucci bags, those Louis bags, I'm telling you, (laughs) This is the only way you're going to do it is by having that extra income and selling. Yes. You know, if you're using a product and you know that, for instance, you go and you get a Maybelline eyeliner, you go and get it once a month, okay, and you're paying for it. Think about you investing some money in it in, in in a company that has that liner and not only are you buying a liner but you're making money off of that liner that you exactly mind. yeah you're, you're saving talking. money down the road anyways yes. regardless there's no yes. like you win either way and i always tell myself like think of amazon i always tell myself oh remember when amazon started and he was just a little library yeah how many people were going to invest Yep. I wasn't one of them. Right. So again, I regret it. And I'm like, look where he is today. Sometimes yeah. you know, people don't want to listen to what you have to say because, you know, they're like, oh God, they're selling me another, another, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. but some of this stuff really yeah. works and you yeah. have to do your research. You know, you have yeah. to Google. Um, there's a lot of reviews because I am an elite Yelper. So I understand a hundred percent. I always go on reviews and see different people's you know, reactions and what they were. Also pictures. I mean, all these people yeah. 
natural pictures of before and after skin, before and after, you know, weight loss. Yeah, there's hundreds. So, I mean, you're never going to know until you try it, you know, like one thing, just because somebody doesn't like something doesn't mean you're not going to fall in love with it. So it's like, find your product. Yeah. And then also it makes you a better salesperson. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And you're Being gonna, a good salesperson is important to any yeah. business. Yeah. I feel like any person in general needs to have some type of marketing skill because at your job, you will need marketing skills. Even when you pick up the phone, I used to tell my leasing consultants, have a mirror in front of you because that person that you're talking to can you can see yourself. And if you're smiling and you're watching in the mirror, that's how you trans, you know, transpire yeah. in, the, in, in the other line. So people don't understand that. And, you yeah, know, I agree, um, but hopefully we motivate a whole bunch yeah. of girls today, you know, that are, that have rejected that person that, you know, yeah. wanted them to. And sometimes you have to think people look, look up to you, you know, and look and see, maybe you want to be the next millionaire, maybe millionaire. The next, um, you know, top model, something. Yeah, yeah just, it's like if somebody's reaching yeah. out to you, it's because they're seeing the potential in you, like that you could be so great at whatever it is that they're offering you. So it's like, yeah. take it as a compliment. And, you know, it's important to see how many influencers are turning to network marketing now more than ever. It's like, That's and you make now. friends. It's, a, it's just, it's a win win. Like, I you have can't friends go all over the world now all over the world now. Yeah. It's, it's amazing for networking. So I, I completely love it. Network marketing. Number one, I'm telling you, that's yeah. what it's going to be now these days. And yeah. people are going to watch this 10 years from that's now. What it's about, like, wow. but we're going to be millionaires in the middle of uh, an island somewhere. Yes. yes <laughs> right. I'm so for right, that. Andy G? <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. What piece of advice would you give the version of you back when you were just getting started on your goals and dreams? Uh, okay. So the piece of me was hungry. The piece of me has always been hungry to be better in life, you know, and to have everything. Uh, I, I was always a tomboy and I love cars guys. Um, and I'm going to use this little story. Um, I've always loved Mercedes when I was little and I used to, when my dad, was I love little, Mercedes too. Right? My, my dad's dad, a huge Mercedes fan. So bad. Right. So then my dad would be like, look, the only way you can have a Mercedes is if you're a doctor. I would told myself, I'm like, God, I have to be a doctor? Jeez, I'm like, <laughs> gosh, I have to make so much money. So I engraved that in my heart since I was young, okay? Always wanted bigger. So when I reached to my third, it was my third, when I was 35-ish, 35, 35, yeah, 35, 30, no, 30, 30, I bought my very first Mercedes, brand new. Okay. You can do it. You don't have to be a doctor. Okay. Um, don't let people low, low, I guess, uh, the words I want to say, like make you small. Yeah. Don't make people make you feel small. Don't make people feel, don't make people, I guess, let me word, let me, let me reward this. Um, value yourself value yourself more than anything and also believe in yourself believe that you can be bigger than what you really are um again there's a lot of people here struggling trust me there is and people if you don't have dreams there's nothing yeah there really isn't i feel like a person that doesn't have dreams is kind of bluff 
right? Yeah, it's sad. It's really sad when I hear somebody say that they don't have anything to look forward to. Like, I feel really bad. That is, you know what that is? That's because they're hurt, you know, somewhere in their life or something is happening that they're hurt. So, you know, they will get there Mm -hmm. and they need people like you and I in their lives, you know, because they start little by little realizing that they're doing damage to themselves instead of, you know, when you close yourself, you don't get nowhere in life. And, you know, back to when you were asking me how I was before, I was hungry. I was young. You know, I never thought that I would be where I am right now. And when I look at pictures, I'm like, wow, time has flown by. I didn't even realize, you know, I mean, when I see my son now, he's like passing me. I'm like, I love life. I love life so much. I never regret any, any minute of it. You know, even being a young mom, I don't regret it at all. I'm so happy. I'm so happy right now that I can chase my grandkids. Like, you know, I I don't want to hear this story now because I know that this generation is so different than what it was before, you know? Um, So I want you guys to grow better and, and, and grow as a woman before you can think about having kids. That is very yeah. important. You have to learn to love yourself before you can start learning a baby. Oh you know, yeah, like, for sure. It's just, it's a lot. So, yeah, it's, it's, a, uh, it's a full-time job. Now, you know, you've done so much and I love how you're talking about, you know, when you were, you know, you're the younger version of you when you were first getting started. It's like, it's almost sounds like you would just tell yourself, oh my gosh, you're going to kill it. You're going to do so good. Like you have no idea like what you're going to accomplish. Like I, that's just yeah. so nice to hear. At the age of, I don't even, I think was, what I was, I was eight. I, I wanted a Mercedes. <laughs> it's like, you're going to get your Mercedes and more. Yeah. So where do you want to be, you know, in a year from now? Have you thought about that? What do you want to accomplish uh, by then? In a year from now, I want to grow so, so, so big. Um, and not only internally, but I want to make new friends. I want to make new connections. I want to build women. Um, so this year is my year of building, my year of helping to build others. Um, you Love know, that. yes. So, um, you know, weight goals, you know, and again, people are inspired by people that do it. Right. So I have to do it. And that's what am I, my, I slack in that, you know, and, and people have to understand we're not all perfect. We are not all perfect, but this year is going to be my year for my weight loss because that to me is very important, you know, staying healthy mm-hmm. um, and also just helping out all the women with cancer. Um, I want to do a lot more fashion shows. Um, as you know, I am an emerging designer now, so I do have a kids line coming up. Wow, so that is awesome. Yes. In this kids year- fashion shows. In this year, I want to build more models. I want to build more pageant girls. I want to build more moms. I want to build entrepreneurs. I want to build those women that are sheltered and they think they can't get anywhere in life because you can, you know, and if you have people like me and Andy, trust me, all you have to do is listen. All you have to do is listen and go with it. You know, sometimes you need guidance in your life. And if you don't have guidance in your life, you're not going to get anywhere at all. Yeah. Trust me. yeah. Um, so I do want to make more masks. I want to do all that. Hopefully the mask system goes off, but, um, you know, I want to make more clothes and, and help, you know, young girls. I mean, young girls want to meet designers. 
look at me. I didn't even know how to sew, girls. Now I bought a brand new singer, one a, prof- a professional um, sewing machine, and I made my fashion line. You know, you can do it. I didn't have to go to school. I didn't have to do none of that, to be honest with you. I went and I got my scraps. I got um, <laughs> some fabric from New York. And I did it. So don't be afraid. And hey, listen, school is great. Trust me. I never say school. No, I want everyone to go mm-hmm. to school. I want everybody to learn. You have to make, you have to be better for yourself. So, so what I do is, for instance, I have gone to social media events. I have done stuff for my company. Um, you know, invest in yourself. This whole year, you know, I'm going to be investing a lot more. And you guys should do the same thing. Because when you invest in your company and you invest in yourself, you're going to see the better person that you are. Yes. I'm so for that. Oh my gosh. You couldn't have said it better. Like you nailed every single thing that I always want to tell people. I'm not like a public, public speaker, but you know, I can speak. No, you you know, I speak from the heart and that is what's really important to me is that you guys get, you know, I'm a little nervous, obviously, you know, um, I'm a little sweaty and all that, but no, um, you can't even tell. So let me tell you. I, you need I, to get up on stages, seriously, and start talking to people. Yes. Like that's something that I would love to see you do in addition to everything that you're doing. Thank yeah. you so much for being Thank here you. with me and sharing your story, your inspiration, your knowledge, like amazing, amazing mentorship Thank advice. You. Now, Josie, where can people connect with you? Please Aside from follow, Instagram, obviously. Yes, but. <laughs> please follow me on both of my Instagrams. Um, you can also go on josiesfaces.com. I have everything you can Google Josie's faces. Um, follow me on Twitter, on TikTok. Everything is Josie's faces. Um, I'm making masks. I wanted to actually show you what I took to New York. And oh, this is- Oh yeah, I think I saw that one. Oh, wow. So- Wow. Um, you know, That's fire. The mask that I make, and this is for like a gown. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to toss the mask that I have right now because yes, that's embarrassing so when it- <laughs> Hopefully this mass situation will go away because I really love to see the beautiful smiles. I miss them so much. You know, every time I go to like 7-Eleven or whatever, you know, I always say I'm smiling and I move my my mask down, you know, just because that's the person that I am. I love to smile. And, you know, it's kind of hard when you don't have a mask, but that's why I make them so special because I want people to look at them and be like, wow. And then, you know, you just start talking under them like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to show some personality. If we yeah. have to wear them, like we might as well be doing exactly. something creative with and, them. And they're safe because they're 100% cotton inside. You know, like, come on now. I'm, I'm making you safe, double layered, and you're looking good. <laughs> Love it. Oh my gosh. You are Thank such you. a boss, Josie. Thanks again for being here. Yes. You're, a, you're the definition of a boss, babe. And I definitely, you. you're welcome. So and I definitely. You. Thank you, Josie. I'm so excited that we got to connect again. And I definitely want to keep in touch. I definitely want to talk to you about, you know, collaborating because I love all that you're doing and I would love to help you in any way that I can. Um, And of course, you know, with Forever Current, I would love to collab on things, you know, with the studio with you and, you know, hopefully... Once, you know, I, I do think that things are getting back, especially here in Florida, things are still running. So I definitely would love for you yes. to, you know, Florida's my when you're second here. Home. Yeah. Oh. Like when you're here, you need to let me know. Cause I definitely want to bring you to the studio, yeah. give you a tour. And I want to, mm-hmm. you know, just see how we can work together. We will for sure. And if you ever need anyone, I have someone there a hundred percent for you. 
Okay. Awesome. Thank you so Dude. much, Josie. I'm going to send you some emails. I'm going to text you in a little bit, okay. but we will be in touch. And oh my gosh, I just That's ended fun. my day like in like, so excited. <laughs> Hug. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you again. Thank you, hon. You All too. Right. Bye-bye. Bye.